Tonight, we are learning new details about the two Israeli hostages who were just released in recent hours by Hamas. Nareed Cooper and Yeheved Leifshitz were abducted from their kibbutz, along with their husbands, who still remain hostages tonight. This war is being fought not on some remote battlefield, but in quiet communities where families previously grew their crops and raised their kids. Just yesterday, an Israeli soldier was killed and three others were injured during a raid in the area of Kibbutz Kisafim near the Gaza Strip. I was there just 24 hours before, where you can see Gaza from people's backyards. About 10 reporters were taken inside this kibbutz to see the horrific aftermath of the October 7th attack. I want to show you what we saw, but I do want to warn you that some of what you're about to see is graphic. Kibbutz Kisafim sits less than three miles away from the Gaza border, a quiet community where residents grow avocados and raise poultry and their families. But as the sun rose on Saturday, October 7th, the kibbutz that around 300 people called home became the site of a massacre as Hamas militants stormed inside and murdered 14 people, kidnapping four others. Major Marcus Sheff, a reservist in the Israel Defense Forces, watched from home as the brutal attack unfolded that day. Now he's leading a small group of foreign press into the kibbutz for the first time, wanting the world to bear witness to the atrocities firsthand. Yeah, the shock is still there. After two weeks, we've seen the damage, and yet it's still hard to, to absorb the full horror. The stench of death is thick in the air as you walk along the tree-lined streets. But if you didn't look too closely, you'd never guess that a slaughter took place here. Then you notice the bullet hole in Gina Smiatich's door. The 90-year-old grandmother, who loved gardening, was in her bathroom when Hamas militants shot her in the head. Her blood is still smeared on the entryway two weeks later. If you didn't look over here, it would just look like a, a regular home on a Saturday morning. Orange juice out, the newspaper, her mail, some cookies. And when you look over here at the kitchen, you can see people have gone through it. They opened all the cabinets. There's still cups in the sink. Her kettle is still out. And Gina is one of several who was brutally murdered in her kibbutz on that Saturday morning. The Zach family lived just down the street. Parents Atai, Eddie, and their 14-year-old son, Soggy, were at home when the attack began. Their older children, Hadar and Tomer, were away. We reached 24-year-old Hadar on FaceTime. What's through there? What's, what was through that window? This is the first time he's able to see the charred remains of his family's home. Someone from the kibbutz told me that he opened the mamad and he found my dad laying on the ground with my dog just watching the doors so the terrorists won't come in. The bodies of his mother and little brother were found hugging each other in the nearby bomb shelter, where they asphyxiated after militants set their home on fire. Just days before, Soggy was dancing his heart out at a Bruno Mars concert in Tel Aviv. I'm 24, we have 10 years between us. It's hard to me to say my little brother because he was my child. Hadar and his sister Tomer are now orphans. His grief and his anger is palpable. It's kind of absurd to me that you guys show me the first and not is someone from Israel. You know what I mean? I love my kibbutz. My kibbutz is amazing. But the government, I have no words to describe how to support. 
Just 24 hours later, in the Kisafim area, an IDF soldier is killed and three others wounded during a raid ahead of Israel's expected ground invasion in Gaza. An ominous warning shot of what is yet to come. It's difficult to watch, and I do want to note that we got permission from these families to go into their homes, something that, that felt invasive to be there, but was so important to them and to Hadar to be able to see his house for the first time. I want to express our gratitude for them for letting us in to see their pain and to tell their stories, as well as to Major Marcus Sheff for taking us inside that kibbutz.